Welcome to the DLP Clubhouse, your compass to the wonderful world of DLP. I'm Leisha. And I'm Andrea, and welcome to another Halloween episode. Only that this one is all about Halloween at DLP 2020. So we'll be discussing what's going on this Halloween and our personal thoughts and opinions. Let's get started. So Leisha, we both had the pleasure to code to DLP during this season. So why don't we talk about each aspect and talk about the offerings and give our review per se. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that we're going to talk about is atmosphere, which is the most important thing about Halloween is of course the decorations at Disneyland Paris. And oh, it's so beautiful at Disneyland Paris right now. Mm -hmm. All down Main Street, the central plaza is covered with pumpkins, golden garlands, and has the wonderful ghosts of Main Street, of course. Frontierland is also super festive with a more traditional American-style decor with jack-o'-lanterns and some familiar faces, scarecrows. Mm -hmm. Also, in Frontierland, you also have the cocoa decorations from Big Thunder Mountain all the way down to the railway station uh, with Papel Picado, big statues of Alebrijes, Dante, and um, Calaveras with traditional Mexican outfits. And of course, Coco quotes that are in Fuente de Oro. Plus, Fantasyland, for example, also has the Maleficent has taken over the castle with the brambles, uh, which is behind the castle, with lights and smoke. So, Leisure, what are your thoughts on the overall feel and look of Halloween 2020? Hmm. Good question. Um, of course, uh, as we discussed before, Halloween is definitely, I would even dare to say, my favorite season. I, it's always between somewhere between Halloween and Christmas, but it's so cozy. It's very charming. Mm-hmm. Um, although when we went, um, the weather was not so uh, amazing. So it was a little bit, uh, it was, it was drowsy is that a word for rain like a little bit misty foggy. it was misty foggy slightly yeah. damp <laughs> so it was not um ideal for photos however when you have a perfect fall day and the sun is out and the light shines on all the decorations it is magical it is freaking magical so of course it's a new kind of feeling because you don't have the um cavalcade you have you have the cavalcade but it's it's just like a float um going back and forth on main street every hour half an hour i'm not sure um the general uh decorations on main street are the same the 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 flowers the sunflowers frontier land is the same although what gabby pointed out immediately was that there were of course more pumpkins at central plaza which is of course because the stages aren't used for uh, shows so there are no characters there so they had to fill it up with more pumpkins um it is super duper magical what i do think it's always a little bit of a shame. So you have Main Street, you have Frontierland, which I love the most. I love Frontierland in Halloween time. It's, it's beautiful. In my beautiful. I mean, not even, I mean, yes, Coco, that part is beautiful. But like when you look at Big Thunder Mountain and you have the, the pumpkin heads, I'm not sure how to call them, like the creatures with their overalls, like a scarecrow. The I don't scarecrow know. scarecrow jack-o'-lanterns, yeah. basically. 
exactly. So, and apparently, I didn't see it, but apparently on the entrance, there is a little show where are, there are dancers with pumpkin heads on it. So I, I haven't seen it yet, but okay, something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Frontierland. I like, of course, the part where Maleficent is. Unfortunately, Maleficent just goes up to the castle, does a little bit hocus pocus and then disappears. So that is a creative way of still seeing our characters. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, I, of course I miss that part. Um, and then the rest of Fantasyland. And if you walk through um, uh, Adventureland and uh, Discoveryland, there are no Halloween decorations. So yeah. it, it kind of feels like they forget. I, I mean, I feel that every year, like, did they forget a part of it? <laughs> it I think it's a little bit weird that they're not decorating the full park, mm. but the pretty parts are decorated. So I love it. The general atmosphere is good. It's nice. But some, it's even nicer. So I do hope when I go back, um, it's going to be sunny. Yeah. Uh, for me, this year, in terms of atmosphere and decoration-wise, I would say it's probably the best that I've seen mm-hmm. so far in this past two, three years that I've gone to Disneyland Paris during this season. For me, like you said, they added extra decorations. They added extra feel. The music, oh, the music for sure just added extra. Like the fact that down Main Street, you have more spooky Halloween-y type music instead of the regular kind of happy, happy life music. Um, there's more experiences and just everything just feels a bit more spooky. Like the, the, the projections that they have on the castle stage, just all these yeah. things just look so cool. And the smoke having, I mean, even on a dull day where it's gray and it's, and mm-hmm. it's really overcast. Like I went when it was really dark and overcast. And one cool thing about when it's really dark and overcast is all the lights. You get mm-hmm. to see the beautiful orange, amber lights that they put on and it's so beautiful and warm. Even if it's cold AF, it's beautiful and warm. Um, yeah. And for, for me, it's definitely 2020 when it comes to decoration atmosphere. I think because they had to compensate for certain experiences not being available, having extra pumpkins, have extra decorations, have extra interactions that, are, that feel more Halloween-y, it just brought everything to an extra level. And you do make a good point that Adventureland, uh, Fantasyland and Discoveryland don't have decorations. And I think that is a bit of a missed opportunity, though I understand this year budget's tight. <laughs> There's not a lot of money to go around for certain things, but it would have been cool if they accommodated Discoveryland with a really cool, like, futuristic christmas look or like if they made adventureland into like a tropical christmas like they could there is definitely room for creativity huh you're saying christmas but i think you mean halloween oh sorry halloween (laughs) (laughs) for some reason christmas is coming into my brain it's coming to that time of year again oh well um no but one cool thing about halloween is that 
it allows people to be creative. You don't have the stark traditions of Christmas that you have to follow, like having a tree. You can be more creative when it comes to experiences and decorations and atmosphere. And I definitely think they could do something for the other lands because it is a missed opportunity. But on the other hand, I feel like for what they are doing, they're doing it really well. Um, And so for me, Halloween has always been my number one time of year to go to Disneyland. Disneyland Paris um just because Christmas can sometimes feel a bit too stuffy and a bit too busy and just too meh yeah for me so definitely when it comes to atmosphere I give it a 10 out of 10 it's it's it's, they've done really well on that front yeah Yeah. I do think um because of of course the current rules and regulations and um people not being able to go it's so empty Mm -hmm. that it gets a little bit creepier <laughs> the fact or oh, that wednesday apparently the wednesday i went where i was on big thunder mountain on my own was the lowest attendance they've ever re- had since opening That's i know sad. how how crazy is that but one thing that is like Leisha said what's creepy is when you go into pirates of the caribbean alone and you walk the entire queue line with no one behind you no one in front of you yeah. And it's just dark. It's scary stuff. Like, seriously. Like, you have to experience it at least once, but it's creepy when you are the only person in the park. Definitely. Definitely. My, I came back and my mom asked me, she said, is it even cozy when there, there's, like, no one? And I said, of course, it's always cozy to go to Disney. But she was right that at some point I was like, damn, it's almost deserted. It's almost like a a Chernobyl version of uh, Disneyland. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was, uh, but yeah, I mean, magic is always there and I would definitely highly recommend to go now. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. Let's talk about selfie spots, magic shots and cavalcades. So, This year, we have seen a lot of ways to see characters. Um, This Halloween festival, we have more than eight Halloween selfie spots, including the Fabulous Five and some friends, some in different costumes. From Donald and Daisy, Goofy, Max at the Times Square, and near the arcades to meet Mickey Mouse uh, in Fantasyland and the villains' selfie spots in Walt Disney Studios. There are also surprise appearances of Ursula, on the castle stage, Maleficent on the castle balcony, and Captain Jack on the balcony near Pirate's Ride Shop. On top of all that, we also have cavalcades. Basically, the floats from Mickey's Halloween celebration individually do pass by at different times of day. So, Andrea, you have experienced a lot of these. So, what are your thoughts on these? So, when it comes to the... I mean, there's no getting around the fact that selfie spots are here, and they're here to stay for a little while. <laughs> so for me, for what they've done, I really love it. The fact that Donald and Daisy, I think Donald and Daisy is my favorite um, selfie spot currently that they're doing. Because the, you get really beautiful shots of them and, and you get the castle in the background, which is really cool. Um, and the fact that everyone's in costume is really cute as well. And the fact that, uh, especially the Fab Five, you can see them on the Meet Mickey stage, which they've decorated with beautiful Halloween costumes and they have the Halloween music in there, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the fact that you can see them in different costumes as well it's really really fun and a really great idea to kind of look at the characters in different ways um i think i really appreciate the cavalcades just because it does give you something magical because they do happen basically almost once every hour and depending sometimes smaller shorter than that so and it changes day by day so you don't really know when when it's ever going to happen so it's always kind of cool that you can have something go past really quickly it's a it's a nice surprise and it adds more magic and more kind of i don't know just like an element of oh there's there's mickey mickey or there's illusion manor you know that's it brings you those really fun exciting feelings and i appreciate that and oh i love uh cap captain jack sparrow on the balcony i haven't seen him yet because i see so many people posting it on instagram and i'm like damn i should go check him out again like those type of surprise appearances like ursula captain jack um and maleficent again they're all at not random times of the day, but no one knows when those times are just because, um, well, not just because, but the majority of the reasons because to stop people gathering around and of course, social distancing, blah, 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 all those issues. So, um, you just have to, I always say to people, if you see cast members congregating, (laughs) like near these spots, it's most, If you see them, if you see them, then it might give you a hint that something might be happening soon. Just saying. Sure, sure. Definitely agree. Yeah. Um, I loved, oh my gosh, Andrea, we should tell this anecdote from you meet Mickey Mouse. Were you there? Well, you were there, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, which one? I feel like you have so many. No, with the kids. Last Wait, were you with Oh no, I wasn't, I wasn't with you for that time. Really? Okay, let me just tell you a story. Okay, then. just tell the story. <laughs> I have a juicy story then. I thought you were with us, Andrea. Where were you then? I don't know. Was the was it the day after I you came? I don't know. I anyway, tell the story. Tell the story. Uh, okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, I had lunch with Roger. So that's Roger Roger Mullins uh, on Instagram. Gabby, of course, Disney Paris, please and my lovely husband and we were having dinner at Lagina and uh, Gabby said she wanted to meet Mickey in Mickey, meet Mickey Mouse, so the, the gang. So we went into the, 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 the hall, of course, and we were almost at the final, um, how should I say this, like a line, because of course there are stickers, so you, it's like a, it's like a zigzag line. So we were almost, it was almost our turn. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this little, I mean, I'm going to be very rude in explaining this story, but please keep in mind, I'm ginger, but I'm going to say this, this little ginger fat kid <laughs> runs towards the stage, climbs on the stage and tries to jump on Mickey Mouse. I can tell you, I have never in my life cursed so effing hard in Disneyland Paris before than I did them. So the cast member runs to these because there were people taking photos. This kid comes out of freaking nowhere, runs towards all the like the 
what's a, a balustrada? What's the word in, in English where you... Yeah, there's a banister basically to stop you from... There's a metal banister that stops you going yeah. from the stage. It, it just crawls under it, goes on the stage, and Mickey, of course, and the chipmunks, they, of course, disappear because, fuck, it's corona. Like, why are you here? And they try to make a joke out of it, but this is not funny. And this child is being annoying as fuck. So people are like, get off the stage. A cast member says, get off the stage. After, I'm not joking, three full minutes, I hear from the back a guy, Johnny, Johnny, come back. And I'm like, what the fuck? Your parents are here? Like, these parents weren't doing anything. That's so crazy. we have talked about pet peeves and respect before in Disneyland, but I can tell you, I was ready to hit those people in the face. So this child must have been six, seven years old, runs at the stage and just fucks it all up for everyone. Um, because also the cast member couldn't touch it because it's Corona. Corona so yeah. Get them off the stage. And it almost came back. And I was like, I, I'm not joking. I said, if you better, you fucking get from that stage or I'm going to smack you in the face. And then it's, I mean, I was, I was angry. My, my husband was very ashamed of me, but I can tell you when I see that shit happening, Oh, dear Lord. So that is an anecdote for you. But <laughs> if, this, if this were your kids, I mean, I'm sorry, but shame on you. I'm sorry, but this is something I cannot. It's I unacceptable. Can't. I don't know. Because um, I remember seeing that on, um, on your stories. I can't remember whose story it was that oh, I saw yeah. it on. Yeah, you made a video. I was like, that's the most insane thing I've ever seen. Just because like, why would you, number one, that child was old enough to know yeah. <laughs> about COVID. And, and people are shouting at you, like, wouldn't you be ashamed if I were a child and people were shouting at me? I'd be sad. I'd yeah. cry and run away. But yeah. It's, no. for, for me, it's just like, why would you as a parent not be ashamed and just discipline your child? They, like, yeah. They, at a certain point, they... Um, they actually walked out and we kind of started applauding a little bit. <laughs> we were so happy they left. We were, I mean, I, I, I still can't believe this happened, honestly. No, can't believe it. So, But just to come back to where, what we were actually talking about, mm -hmm. negative, um, Mickey, his costume is super cute. Uh, Goofy's costume, Donald, Chipmunks adorable um what i do regret when i wasn't um when i was there the villains in disney studios weren't there yet and i saw after on instagram and it looks really cute it looks really fun did you see did you i haven't done it yet because i was going to do it <laughs> but then i got sick <laughs> so i couldn't go to oh. disney but um something to yes. go off what you're what you were saying huh he doesn't have corona guys no worries. No, it's not. It's not COVID. <laughs> Something just poo poo, yeah. unpleasant. But um, something to go off what you were saying about me, Mickey, because I think it was the Wednesday after you guys came. Uh, I was with uh, Roger, and he, we were, we were there at Meet Mickey as well, and uh, we were there together, and we were there with Amy as well. <laughs> and her her husband and we noticed that everything was so quiet there was a full line of people in front of us waiting to meet them yeah it was, oh it's deadly 
And people were literally just going up to the characters, not saying a word, just taking a picture and leaving. And Roger literally just looked at me and just like, you know, this is like so sad because like Mickey, Minnie, all these beautiful ca- characters are waiting for, for long times. And sometimes, especially on quiet days, there's no one here. And all they want to do is interact with you. Like just because you're physically distanced from a character doesn't mean that you can't have meaningful interactions. Like, I mean, if you've seen my stories, my reels, Gabby's stories and reels and um, other people that we know and love and anyone on Instagram, we can have cool interactions with characters. You just have to know what to, you just have to think of great questions or point something out. Like something that we did, we just said, oh, look at your costume. It's so cool. Like, would you give us a 12? You can just something really simple, but I think it's really sad when you just go up to a character and you don't communicate and you just take a picture. It's, it's kind of rude in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) when you just like picture and then leave like they're there to also have interactions with you so don't be afraid don't be don't feel like just because you have a mask and you have a distance that you can't have those interactions like you are able to have interactions and have funny conversations with characters you just have to go through that extra effort but really it's nothing even if you just ask how are you today yeah are you ready for Halloween? <laughs> yeah. Just, I think I, I, t- I talked about this before. We should make like a guide, like how to interact with characters and what to move and how to pose or what to ask fun questions. Maybe we should make like a guide or something, an ebook or something on this to help people. Yeah. I Maybe. think especially in COVID, it's just like, I think people are just, it's disassociation because you're not touching them. Yeah. Yeah. But let's move on to my favorite part of any season, which is food. (laughs) Uh, This year, we see a lot of oldies from last year's season, like the vegan potion soup, the lucky nugget and Hyperion black burger meals, uh, the villain cookies, sprinkled cookies, and the cake pop, Jack Skellington cookie, and the pumpkin cupcake from the Candy Palace. Now, there are a few offerings, such as Victoria's uh, patisseries, some are old, but there are some new ones, like, for example, the brain ones, the Jack uh, Skellington tart, and the pumpkin tarts as well. Uh, Plaza Gardens also have a wonderful selection of themed desserts. Uh, there is an orange and chocolate chip muffin that is also new that you can get um, at the, car, uh, the cable car shop. Is that what it's called? I think so. Cable car shop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's also a spider web cookie which is filled with jam Mm. also (laughs) i mean it's it's a dlp classic type of thing like nutella or jam it's either one of those things Uh, also new but not themed is the new fudge flavors that are available at the candy palace with uh, a current offer i mean current as in like right now it's still how still within the halloween season um where if you buy three you can get one for free um what do you think of the current food offerings at the Halloween? Um, I actually only uh, tried the menu in Lucky Nuggets. And uh, the first day was with you. And the second day, uh, Roger asked me if I could go to Lucky Nugget again. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I really liked it was a black burger with some um, sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. Although the black burger, somehow people's teeth, um, it gets stuck in your teeth. So if you do it, if you go eat it, go check in the mirror because you're going to look like a, a ghoul, a ghoul, yeah, like a monster yourself a little bit. Basically look like a zombie because your teeth are a little blackened. Yeah, so please go to the bathroom and check your teeth. Um, I really like that though. I do think the menu with the dessert is always too much, but I can't eat so much anymore after my gastric bypass. But um, in general, I really liked the burger. I thought it was very, very good. Um, I haven't tried any of the cookies because last time was a bit of a rush two days because I had a lot of photo shoots and I didn't really have time to eat. But um, I know that you're the expert on snacks and on reviewing snacks. So I think yes. we're going to talk to you what you think of the food. Okay, so just to finish off the Lucky Nugget, uh, I really love the Lucky Nugget Halloween menu, especially the dessert. But like Leisha said, it's very generous <laughs> in portion size, especially the burger and the fries. If you're someone like, for example, Leisha's fiance, who has a very hearty appetite uh, this definitely will be worth uh, yeah. money for you <laughs> but uh, if you are someone who eats kind of an average plate of food this is kind of a lot so I think some of us ate the full burger and fries and then forgot that we had dessert and we some of us couldn't even finish dessert so that's just an indication of how but I think in general DLP has been very generous with food because um, oh, yeah. Me and Roger went to the marionette, de Ch- the Chalet de Marionette, and we yeah. had two different menus, and they were large portions. We didn't even finish the food at all. So, just FYI, know that the portions these days are much bigger, which I appreciate as well because there are people uh, that I know that are hearty eaters, and they, you know it's worth your money at this point. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's always a plus. Um, when it comes to the cookies, look, if you know me enough, especially on my page, you know I have a, some sort of weird feeling about the cookies at DLP. It's just because they're always the same. They have the same mold. They're made of the same thing. They just have a different decoration on top. Yeah. Though I will say the Maleficent cookie is the only one that I'm like, that one's a different cookie because it has... Um, Number one, it looks really beautiful, but also it has chocolate ganache instead of like Nutella, if that makes sense. So it's a little bit mm-hmm. variation on flavor. And also there's a chocolate chip cookie and a chocolate, double chocolate chip cookie, which has pumpkin sprinkles. That one is a really good cookie, by the way. I brought it back <laughs> for dessert for myself at home. It's actually really decent and it's quite a large cookie. So uh, I couldn't finish it, that's hence I had to bring it back with me. But um, it's a great one for breakfast if you're someone who wants to have a very sneaky, cheeky breakfast. I love it. Uh, but my number one snack from last year and this year too is the cake pop. Why? <laughs> okay. Cake pops are very new in terms of the Disneyland Paris sphere. You yeah. don't really have cake pops, not like, for example, the American Park. So you have like, tons of cake pops with different decorations and stuff like that. Uh, But the cake pop that they make is fresh, which I appreciate. I always love it when Disneyland Paris goes the extra mile and makes stuff Mm. in the house. Um, 
and it's tasty AF. It's huge. The cake pop is large Ooh. and it's beautiful because it's like a, it's a Mickey Mouse head oh, and then yeah. it has like orange piping on it. So it's very pretty and it tastes amazing. And it is, it is five euros. So it's a little bit on the expensive side of treat, but for the size and the amount that you're getting, I definitely say that you could probably like share it with someone, Mm -hmm. especially if you comparable to like a lot of the other cookies are like three, two euros. Mm -hmm. So it is on the expensive end, but way worth it for me. And also the fudge. (laughs) <laughs> I love the fudge too. So the fudge candy palace for me, if you if I was gonna talk about quality of desserts of treats, candy palace would be my number one go-to. It's the number one place I go when I go on my own to Main Street because it's always has the freshest and the most unique mm-hmm. Disneyland Paris treats. Mm-hmm. Because the carts do have some really interesting stuff, but it's literally just cookies and stuff. Yeah. But that being said, if you like the stuff from last year, you'll like the stuff from this year because it's the same stuff. Mm-hmm. There's really hardly anything that's different. Yeah. But that's just... Logic. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about... Blah, 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 blah. Let's talk about the merch. <laughs> um, Halloween 2020 at DLP for sure saw some amazing new merch. Mostly sold at Flora's on Main Street. I can tell. <laughs> the style building and carts in Frontierland, the front lot shop in Walt Disney Studios, and the world of Disney in Disney Village. This year saw the rise of new clothing, sweets, candle holders, mugs, costumes, and ears, plus new pins of classic Disney characters in costume. So, what are your faves this year, Andrea, and did you get anything? Uh, so, when it comes to getting anything, I I bought some sweets because they have some Halloween specified sweets that come in certain shapes and forms. So I had the Mickey orange and purple sweet bag, which is really good. It's like slightly tart, but it's like citric. It's like lemon drops. If you ever had any lemon drops before, um, yeah. it's a really nice sweet. I also bought the little Mickey plush in his little candy Aww. corn outfit. It's so cute. I love it so much. Um, I really wanted to get the ears, the bat ears. Because for me, that is the the winner, the shining star of this Halloween yeah. merchandise. Um, it's so amazing when you get a new ear, a new creation come to the park. And for me, the, this was a winner, winner chicken dinner. So I'm, I'm always toying with the idea of getting it, but I'm not sure just yet. But I think I might get it, to be honest. Well, I bought them and uh, we did a giveaway with uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, uh, we, we, we have a lucky winner who's getting her ears soon. But uh, I love the bad ears. I bought them for myself as well. Because I, I stopped buying ears at some point because I was like, girl, you have enough. But they're super, super cool. They're, they're so pretty- different. Like, they're so interesting. Yeah. Um, I bought a book which says and i think it is a mug made for me and it says born to be queen yes queen and i also bought the poison apple to Mm -hmm. put a candle in it not the poison apple for popcorn but it's like a porcelain version 
with, uh, it's a red apple with the green uh, covering on it and you can put a candle in it. Really cool. And I bought this little, let me just show you. You'll probably be better at describing it, Andrea, like a little. Okay, so you know that they have the um, pumpkin sweet buckets, yeah. but this year they have two different sizes. One, which is the original larger buckets, which with the Mickey ears. And then this year they made two tiny ones. So one is Mickey and one's Minnie, which has a candy corn ears. bow on it. Yeah. Um, and what she bought was the Minnie Mouse with the little candy corn ears. And they come with sweets in it, whereas the bigger bucket doesn't. So that's no. always a plus. So it, it's full of chocolate, so I still need to uh, eat some chocolate. <laughs> about the classic candle holder you also have it in red and in silver for christmas and this is an orange one with the silhouette of the mickey pumpkin uh -huh. so i think a lot of um i like that a lot of decorations were there to um like cozy up your place if, if mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. like make it even cozier because i mean a lot of cute stuff so no, there's, there was far more home stuff, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with uh, the fact that you can get them at multiple places. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like before, it wasn't hard to find Halloween stuff, but it was very located to Frontierland. Um, yeah. Whereas this year, you can get it at Frontierland's Mercantile Building and Carts in Frontierland. Then also Flora's, of course, that has beautiful windows. Halloween in windows to get at the front lot shop in Walt Disney Studios and then also in the world of Disney they have a lot of the Halloween merchandise in there as well from the parks so I feel like there's a lot of opportunity for you guys to buy these stuff even if you're not going into the parks so that's always a plus um for me I I think it was probably one of the better years of merchandise but in general I think they've been very innovative and also the t-shirts, the Boo Crew t-shirts, I really loved. Yeah. Um, love it, love it, love it. Yeah. Fabrice really loves that too. And I think we're going to get that one as well. I think the only thing that irks me a little bit about that t-shirt is that I wish the one that is supposed to be for women uh, isn't in green. <laughs> I would have liked the writing to be in green for the, for the ladies one. There is... They made like a one for men, one for women. I personally wouldn't have, I would have, yeah. I would have preferred though if they were just all the same, but with the green writing. Because one has uh, Minnie, and, Minnie and Daisy, the other one doesn't. Which I was mm -hmm. like, mm, that's sad. Because I, <laughs> I want the green writing, but I also want the other two. But you know. Uh, yeah. But no, in general, I think they did really, really well. I love the style of the cartoons and the, the animation and the drawings and the, the illustrations. Yeah. Better said. Very, very of this year is really adorable. And they really honed in on the candy and all the, and the Americanized aspects of Halloween, which I think it's a really good idea. So mm -hmm. Leisha, do you have any final thoughts <laughs> on this year's Halloween? I would just, like I said before, this is the time to go because it's just quiet. It's beautiful, mm -hmm. nice. Um, if you're flexible in your, your, your calendar to go, um, maybe check the weather. Uh, um, the weather has been really unpredictable. Like today, for example, it's 
was rainy and cold and then in the evening it turned sunny so yeah so it's yeah i i would i would go i would take money <laughs> i would buy stuff because i love I, I love the merch oh and also uh i know we're talking about halloween but christmas stuff is out now so uh oh. this is the time if you are thinking of going once this yeah. is a perfect time to go because it's like Lisa said it's quiet but also you have all the merchandise for, for christmas as well so if you don't think you'll be able to come for christmas i know uh amy wonderful amy from is it disney and champagne i think that's i think so yeah um she literally bought <laughs> the department store <laughs> full of stuff um and she bought loads of christmas stuff because she wasn't sure if she'd be able to come back so definitely right now is the perfect time to go Disney paris thank you so much for joining us on this episode that was all for today so next week and if i am correct that will be halloween's eve is that what you call it Andrew? i'm just calling halloween eve halloween. <laughs> the eve of halloween yeah so that will be friday the 30th of october and we're gonna discuss our top five halloween disney movies yeah thank you for listening and don't forget to subscribe on our podcast or follow us on our instagram account see you or hear you next week